episode is sponsored by Moving Beyond the Page, homeschool curriculum for hands-on, creative, and gifted learners. Learn more at www.movingbeyondthepage.com. Welcome to the Savvy Homeschool Moms Podcast, episode number 10. In this episode, the moms discuss birthday parties, other podcasts, ways to save on homeschool resources, getting organized, and how they talk to their children about national tragedies. <laughs> mom, where's my glasses? Honey, where's my glasses? Mom, 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 can I have a drink? Mom. Why is the dog wearing a tutu? Where are my shoes? Mom. Honey, is this one of your science projects in the fridge? And we're the Savvy Homeschool Moms. So how was your week this week, Tina? Oh, well, <laughs> it was all about the birthday party. Or as I like to call them in our house, the birthday extravaganza. <laughs> <laughs> as I've mentioned before, we do birthdays big in this house. So yes, it's kind of a do. tradition I started and I'm kind of now 11, almost 12 years into it going, what was I thinking? <laughs> <laughs> because it's become such a huge thing. Well, it's not that the parties have gotten bigger, because the parties are pretty much the same mm-hmm. in in the amount of work. It's just I'm getting tired of all the work. So yeah, all all week was cleaning the house because we're slobs, <laughs> so our house is always a wreck. And then the yard, which we never go out in in the summertime, is completely trash or was completely trash. So I spent a heck of a lot of time out there. And luckily, we had a couple of cooler days this last week. So I was out there on the day that it was raining. That was nice. What the heck was that about? We don't get rain in Fresno in the summertime. I was like, it was insanity. <laughs> my, my kids are like, it's it's raining? <laughs> I'm like, what? <laughs> yeah, and it was like, I think it was in the low 80s that day. It was cool. <laughs> yeah, it was really cool. It was really nice. So, oh, God, it was so much work. <laughs> yeah. There's so many weeds in my backyard, but... But anyway, yeah, so that was the whole the whole week was cleaning and prepping and running errands to get the last minute stuff and then yesterday the entire day was like wake up early and hit the ground running and start setting up cuz I don't like to set up before. Well, in the it was an outside party, so it was going to be hot. I didn't want to leave de- decorations out there in the heat, so. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that was like the main part of my week. <laughs> and there wasn't really much time for much of anything else, but but the party was a huge success, I must say. And I uh, will be posting on Homeschool Realm. I I don't know if I've ever done it on Homeschool Realm before. I usually do it on my regular blog, but I'm kind of transitioning f- away from my regular blog over to Homeschool Realm and not really going to the other one anymore. So I think I'll just stick it over there on Homeschool Realm. So as soon as I get it, I'll put up a whole post about all the details of what we did because I get a lot of hits on my birthday posts. I'm actually probably people like me looking for ideas. You know? Yeah. So I like to put up all my ideas up there so other people can use it. That's great. Yeah. And actually, while I was doing all this cleaning and, mm. and yard work, I just, I don't even know how I discovered it. Oh, I know what it was. It was probably because I was all excited about checking um, iTunes. You and I were talking back and forth about how we kept making the new and noteworthy on, yeah. on iTunes. And, oh, no, we're we're just in the category. No, wait, now we're in the regular new and noteworthy with everybody else. And, oh, my gosh. Yeah. So I kept checking new and noteworthy because of us. And then I noticed a new Doctor Who podcast. So I had Excellent. to go check that out. Oh, my gosh. It's really, really good, too. It's, it's called Who Hype. Put a link in the notes. One word. One word. Who Hype. From hypable.com, and I've never even heard of hypable. Have you heard of hypable? I hadn't. No, I never heard of it. But apparently, it's like a whole network of something. I don't know. Anyway, <laughs> uh, yeah, they do. I when I searched for the podcast because I couldn't find it without putting who hype as one word. Right. I searched for it under their name, and there were a whole bunch of podcasts like geeky. Oh, so it must be like like the Nerdist, how they have a whole bunch of geeky stuff under it. Exactly. Yeah like a community but um yeah fabulous podcast for anybody who's a doctor who fan they only have four episodes so far but really really neat they get behind the scenes and everything because they um have people that contact them with like spoilers from people who are like watching the show being um actually shot right now for season seven they have people going well we you know we we heard a rumor that so-and-so is you know what this actor is doing this and then they had a whole thing where well amy and rory are back why are they back oh maybe they had to reshoot and you know like all this (laughs) stuff so yeah it was all this 
back and forth, and it's pretty interesting. So, anyway, that was pretty cool. I was listening to that while I was uh, raking. <laughs> <laughs> and then I got a computer virus this week. If anybody oh, gets a, anything that pops up, and it looks like um, it looks like a um, anti- an antivirus software alert. It's made to trick you into thinking that your antivirus software has found a virus. Alert! 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 It's called Live Security Platform. And luckily, I'm very, very well aware of what my what my antivirus software is called. <laughs> Otherwise, if I wasn't aware of what the name was, I might have gone, oh no! You know? But the virus was actually that software telling me that it was a virus. So I was like, what? And then you can't click on anything else, and it just keeps coming up with all these alerts and everything. Oh my Ugh. god, it was such a mess. So I finally scrubbed that from my... I think I scrubbed that from my system. It seems to not be giving me any more problems. Could have been a lot worse, I guess. But... Yeah, that was exciting. And then the last thing that I was going to mention, which you were part of, was our discount school supply order. Yay! Yay! <laughs> love, love, love discount school supply. I had to make yes. an order for some party supplies. And um, if you haven't checked out discount school supply yet, you got it. Because I have been using them for years. And they have got great prices and great products. And just, especially their art supplies. Yes. I, I won't go anywhere else for art supplies. You have to order it, and it has to, you know, come through the mail. But they are fast. Well, at least where we live, they're fast because we have. Um, I don't know how far away Salinas is, but the the warehouse is in Salinas. Yeah, it must not be far because usually if I order it before I think noon or something, it'll it can actually be there the next. I've actually gotten it like the next day, and this time I think it took. No, it seemed like maybe it was almost. Well, no, I ordered it afternoon, so it came the next next day. But still, that was stinking fast. <laughs> so our order was already here, like you know the day after I ordered it so yeah I need to get over there and get I I'm excited about the new paint <laughs> oh yeah yeah well maybe I'll, if I'm in your area I might be able to drop it off I'll have to see this next week uh uh we actually get to go back to normal again so <laughs> we'll see where we actually end up <laughs> what, is, what I just saw a thing what is normal it's a setting on the dryer <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah really huh I always tell my kids normal's boring <laughs> Weird is more fun. Exactly. <laughs> so how was your week? It was really quiet, actually. Much <laughs> like yours. Um, well, yours wasn't really quiet. You had the party. But um, I had a party, too, actually. It was my best uh, friend Tiffany's birthday on Tuesday. Cool. So went over there and hung out with her for a while. And we got henna tattoos. I saw that on your facebook post yes i got uh an amanda palmer uh inspired tattoo because i am absolutely obsessed with amanda palmer have you heard of amanda palmer i have not she's the lead singer of the dresden dolls and and evelyn evelyn and amanda palmer and grand theft orchestra and she's married to neil gaiman i know that name yes he's a fantastic (laughs) author if the two of them were to ever have children it would be amazing (laughs) and um so but what's really funny is I, um, I got the henna tattoo on my arm. It says I'm living in the moment. Mm-hmm. And um, I got to take some henna home. Oh, cool. So I have a whole tube of henna all to myself. So I'm debating what I want to do with it. <laughs> I kind of think it'd be a lot of fun to like just henna up both the kids because, um, you know, I mean, it's <laughs> henna. It just washes mm-hmm. off after a while, you know. Right. And I, I recently dyed Danielle's hair a stripe of it purple. Oh, fun. Yes, unfortunately, it didn't come out because her hair is so dark naturally. You can only uh, see it when it was in the sun. Yeah, I think I'm gonna do it pink next time I do it. But have you done the Kool Aid ones? They have Kool Aid dye. Yes, oh, I, that's what I used to do with my hair when I was yeah. in high school. Is I Kool Aid dyed it. <laughs> yeah, Kool Aid so. sounds fun. <laughs> but her hair is so dark. I don't know if even Kool Aid would dye would work. It's right. It's just hard to cover up that lovely dark brown. Yeah. And she doesn't have, you know, like all the damage that I do. So, like, I don't care if I bleach my hair. <laughs> right. I mean, what's the worst that could happen? It all falls out. Mm, I always want to find out what I look like bald. Oh, no. <laughs> I actually, like, seriously, I mean, it's, it's hard to uh, even comprehend, but I really just don't care because it's hair. It grows yeah. back. <laughs> <I mean. laughs> that's funny when your hair's different every week. So <laughs> It is. Yeah, that's what I feel bad because our little icon doesn't look anything like me anymore. <laughs> It will again someday, though. It, yes. You, you cycle back around regularly, too. I do, yes. <laughs> so that was, like, the most exciting part of my week was going to Tiffany's birthday party. I'm still working on curriculum planning and still looking into this and that. Um, I've been looking at Math Mammoth, and I also men- remember you had mentioned teaching textbooks. So I was looking right. at that. And um, so that was kind of interesting. I didn't find anything new um, that, like, really called out to me. 
Mm-hmm. But I did, I was able to say, eh, you know, I don't think that's for me. So that was mm-hmm. kind of nice to be able to take some things off the list that yeah. I don't need to look yeah, at anymore. Nice. Yeah. And then, oh, it's terrible. Have you been to Target lately? I have. And I, I have to, I like block my vision from the school supply section. Yes. Otherwise, I'll just spend hours in there. The school supply <laughs> section is up. It's, it's like, like drool, drool. Yes. <laughs> it's like it's like you you walk in and and you see all those pencils and suddenly all of your mental facilities fly out and all you can think of is pencils erasers no bugs and i have a million of those things at home already i really don't need for the most part most of that stuff i don't need but i'm still probably gonna get more just because it's so fun that's what it's cheap (laughs) right I, i every year i let the kids pick out a couple folders for themselves that they can use to put like their drawings in or whatever. Mm-hmm. And um, I need to actually replace some of the folders in my binder because the I have been putting the little hole reinforcers on there and they're mm-hmm. still ripping through. I don't know. So I think I need to get some, I may actually need to get the plastic folders because mm-hmm. the paper ones are just ripping. Yeah. Um, but I, I, I decided this year uh, after this last shopping trip where I may have bought some paper and some glue and some erasers. Mm-hmm. Um, but after that, I'm going to make a list of what I have in the house so that I can go through and know what I need and know what I don't need. Right. Because I am exactly the same way. I am just like, colored pencils! Ah! <laughs> I get all. have enough of those. And, and when they're like 50 cents? Oh, yeah. You know, they you have get- markers on sale, buy one, get one free, I think, at Toys R Us right now. And I'm like, ah, oh, must resist, must resist. Because you go through markers like crazy. They are always drying out. Exactly. <laughs> And we have um, we have a big marker box, and we have a big colored pencil box, and we have a mm-hmm. big crayon box. So, like, all of yeah, those are all stuck together. Mm-hmm. And um, so it's like when I look at it, I, I think we've got enough. But then I look at it closely, and I realize, well, we've got 17 orange uh, right, markers, yeah. not a single black marker. So maybe we might need a few. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, and a lot of this time, uh, times, Maven will have some that she's like. I'll think we have a lot, but it turns out it's Maven's because she bought it with her allowance, and she doesn't like to share them because they're hers, right. you know. So yeah, Danielle has some things like that too that she mm. got for Christmas or whatever, and she doesn't want to share. Right, with. and she keeps them in her room, and she's got like the whole box of colored pencils in her room, and we've got a gajillion colored pencils because we always get her more, and and somebody else always gets her more, and then. I'm like, you know, your brother needs to be able to have access to those too. But then I discovered we actually have more because he had a whole set that I had forgotten about and I found again and they're missing again. Oh, yeah, <laughs> I figured, we... well, you know, they're all consumables. Yeah, exactly. You know, get more, they'll get used. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And the the big thing with us is we try to keep all, well, I told you after the glue on the quilt incident, yeah. we try to keep all of the art supplies together so that yeah. there isn't a mine and yours and... Right. It's all everybody's, except mommy's art supplies. Those are mommy's. <laughs> the children. Yeah, well, f- most of our art supplies are in the art area, but and actually I've been reorganizing it, as I mentioned last week, but of course I haven't gotten back to that because of the birthday party. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so I have to figure out what the heck to do with all that stuff. and Restock! I'm looking forward to restocking. <laughs> <laughs> like when we ordered discount school supply stuff, I was like... Oh, we're low, we're low on the set and the other thing. And I'm like, no, no, I don't need to buy those now. We'll go yeah. get those later. This is the birthday party. But I think I did throw one or two things in there, little things. I'm like, well, it doesn't cost much. And we got to get up to the $79 so, so that we can get free shipping. shipping. Which, by the way, I forgot to mention, we were talking about Discount School Supply. If you guys go to DiscountSchoolSupply.com and uh, and check it out, they they do offer free shipping over $79. So and Becky and I combined orders. Exactly. I was going <laughs> to say, I, I highly recommend that if you want to use discount school supply unless you need a full classroom worth of stuff right get together with some friends yeah local friends local friends and say hey i'm ordering from here would you be interested in ordering something because you can usually find one or two people that need something that's in that catalog and then you can get up to that 79 dollars for the free shipping yeah it's not hard at all and the free shipping is still super fast it's not like they give you slower shipping right yeah it's very cool Yes. (laughs) So what are we talking about today, Tina? Well, um, we had a thread that I started on the the Facebook um, page that was kind of fun, I thought. Um, We started talking about all the other podcasts that we listen to, besides listening to Savvy Homeschool Moms regularly, of course. Of course. Um, What other podcasts we listen to, and it was kind of fun seeing some of the things that other people posted about, and I wanted to... um, 
um, go check those out as soon as I can because actually some of them sounded really cool. <laughs> um, but then we were talking about maybe we should uh, uh, put something on the website about the podcast that we listen to. So, but but we'd start with talking about it today because yes. uh, we have quite a few between the two of us that we listen to. I think so. What kind of podcasts do you listen to, Becky? Well, I don't actually listen to a lot of podcasts. Um, I actually tend to be more of an audiobook person. So mm-hmm. and while you're listening to podcasts while you're raking, I'm listening to audiobooks. So, <laughs> um, but um, I know from our reviews and our comments, we have some geeky listeners out there. Yeah. Hi, geeky listeners. <laughs> I love geeky listeners. So I'm going to tell you about um, one podcast that I listen to. Um, it's called Nerd 101, Nerd Culture Made Simple. Mm-hmm. And basically what it is, is they tackle a nerd topic in 20 minutes so that you, if you are not well-versed on that, you can still talk to your nerd friends about it. <laughs> so it's nerd culture with a non, for the non-nerd. Right. But it's also kind of fun to listen to, you know. Now, personally, I prefer to be called a geek than a nerd, but <laughs> I, I'm not going to question the, the person who created this podcast. Um, right. Some recent episodes that they've had, uh, they covered Sherlock, the BBC series, which mm-hmm. I have got to get you to watch. Yes. Well, I looked on the um, PBS website, and they don't have it live streaming, not full episodes. They only have clips of it. At least I couldn't find it. They do. I'll send you a link. Okay. Thank you. Um <laughs> They did Zombies, they've done Firefly, Doctor Who, The Avengers, LARPing, uh-huh. all sorts LARPing. of fun things. Like LARPing, live action role play. Oh, okay, gotcha. Yes. It's like D&D, only with foam swords and funny armor. <laughs> and, um, and so it sounds I, cool. It is, and it's entertaining. <laughs> and I mean, like, even as a, as a geek who is pretty well versed on most of the things that they've talked about so far, I still enjoy listening to it. Mm-hmm. Um, and um, it's it's good, too, for people who, like, if you know nothing about Sherlock at all, mm-hmm. it's a good place to kind of jump in and, and learn a little bit about it. Oh, cool. And um, so that's one that I listen to. Um, another one that I listen to fairly regularly, um, with a caveat, is Tales from the Jungle Cruise. And that's <laughs> Jungle Cruise, C-R-E-W-S. It's actually a podcast that was created by a friend of mine who worked at the Jungle Cruise in Disneyland. And um, their regular everyday day-to-day podcast is talking about Disney memories and the, you know, people who've worked on the Jungle Cruise and that. But they have this awesome radio play that they're doing. It's called Doom on the Piñata Express. (laughs) And um, it is this fantastic radio play that's actually it's that was what the fourth episode was called it's the the whole thing it's all piñatas anyways piñata of doom the doomed piñata the piñata dooms twice the, the name of the episodes and they're interspersed in their regular podcast you have oh, to kind of hunt them down but they're called jungle cruise radio play and they're just like the old time radio plays you know with sound oh, effects right. and oh, people doing the voices and things and yeah. um it's all about this famous jungle cruise captain um and his his adventures on the river but when you listen to it you have to remember when they're talking about the river (laughs) she's doing air quotes that you can't see yeah they're they're talking about the jungle cruise at disneyland yeah (laughs) (laughs) how funny so i highly recommend tales from the jungle cruise radio plays and you'll find it under tales from the jungle cruise and that's cruise c-r-e-w-s um they're hilarious they're well written and, um, well, they're created by a friend of mine, so I have kind of a personal <laughs> vested interest there. Right. But, um, oh, I hope that didn't, I just bumped my head, my headset. <laughs> it was like, <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> okay. Everybody who I just uh, caused to have a coronary, that was a mistake. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, those are the two big ones that I listen to. Um, I just got the Who Hype that, that you mentioned. I just uh, added that to my playlist. Yeah, you'll love it. I think you'll really like it. And, um, yeah, so what about you? What do you listen to? I know. Oh, my goodness. Way more than I do. Way more, yeah. And but I, Now, I don't listen to all of them every single week either, and some of them are actually not every week. Some There are a couple of them that I listen to that are every two weeks, and some of them are only like 15 minutes. So, um, let's see, looking in my um, Pocket Cast app, which actually I have them divided now because for some reason the people at toginet.com who have, well, I think, three or four different 
uh, podcasts that I listen to. If you go to toginet.com, there's like a whole ton of podcasts there. And I listen to a bunch of them there. Um, they're, they must be having something wrong with their feeds or something. I'm not sure what's going on, but it's not loading in Pocket Cast anymore. But I can get it on the podcast app, so I have to go over there for those podcasts. <laughs> um, but I listen to Manic Mommies, actually, is one that I've been listening to for a little while that kind of gave me the idea to start our own podcast because of that this conversational back and forth stuff we could do that mm-hmm. <laughs> i think ours is, yeah i think so i think ours is you know we've we've put our own spin on it so um but they ju- they're just uh two working moms that are talking about their daily lives and they're really funny they're actually really really funny <laughs> um and you know it's it's enjoyable listening even though i don't have my kids in school and i'm not working uh, it's still fun for me to listen to but um there's a comedy podcast I listen to called You You Had to Be There, which I actually found out about from the Manic Mommies because she was talking. One of the moms was talking about it, which is two female comedians that just talk back and forth. And every um, episode they bring in another comedian, and it's really funny to hear like the behind the scenes of what it's like to be a comedian. Now, now I must warn you: there's lots of foul language and a lot of topics that are not appropriate for all people. And in fact, there are times when I'm going, "Really? I don't really uh. want to hear this." Why are you talking about that? <laughs> but, you know, I stick it out because there's a, there's a lot of really good stuff in there, too. And um, let's see. I listen to I listen to podcasts about podcasting still. <laughs> trying to get more ideas. I still listen to the School of Podcasting. Love, love, love. Dave Jackson's my favorite podcasting guru. He's become an online friend, even. I really like um, hanging out with him online and talking about you know, like sometimes when I have a question, I'll, I'll text him through his website, and that's kind of cool. Um, and I actually made a, I actually was on a show once too. Um, <laughs> and then I also listen to the podcast Answer Man, which is a really good show about podcasting. Also, now his shows are like a full hour long, like ours. Um, but the School of Podcasting, Dave Jackson, is easy to keep up with because this is only like fifteen twenty minutes. Um, you made it weird. It's another comedy podcast I listen to. Um, with a comedian who's really funny and he, again he brings a comedian in every episode and again same thing as the other po- comedy episode <laughs> Com- a comedy podcast they lots of foul language and some conversational topics that <laughs> will not be for the weak at heart <laughs> um but there's still a lot and actually his the you made it weird podcast is really cool because he actually goes deep into some topics sometimes like in every single episode he asks them a couple of different questions i can't remember off the top of my head right now and one of them is like if do you believe in god he asks them that every single episode and uh, every single person gives a response to that and it's just interesting to hear across the you know all the different comedians and what they have to say about that and some different stuff it's not a religious podcast it's just a question he asks at the very end before they go mm-hmm. but um and then they talk about it a little bit but um let's see what else the wired homeschool which is actually on a hiatus right now i just found out but that's a really good show um to learn about uh techie and geeky things to do in your homeschool he says i think his catchphrase is let's go let's go and get your homeschools wired or something like that i think mm-hmm. i just butchered it but it's <laughs> it's all about bring <laughs> it's all about bringing technology into his uh into our homeschools and um new one that i just discovered that i'm really digging right now is called the busy mom's survival guide and i actually found out about it from one of the other shows i don't remember which one they actually had her on the show i found out a lot about shows from other shows a lot <laughs> um and she's um a homeschooler of eight and she's got wow. a business. Yeah, and her and her husband run a business out of their home. Um, she's got. She's the one that does... I don't know if you've ever heard of this. I, I. It sounded familiar when they first said it, but I don't know where I heard it. But it's Goat Milk, goat milk Stuff. She has this mm-hmm. website, um, GoatMilkStuff.com, I think is the website. Um, she may, they, make, they, they raise um, dairy goats and make their own soaps. And, and um, they have a whole bunch of... Like, it's supposed to be really good for people who have... Um, like skin conditions and whatnot. In oh, fact, yeah. now that I think about it, you might be interested in checking it out because a lot of this, lot they they claim to cure a whole lot of skin conditions with this goat milk stuff. So um, yeah, check it out. <laughs> but she has a podcast about for busy moms, and she, it's all about different 
topics. Every week is a different topic. And what I really love is she brings her kids at the end of the show. Oftentimes she'll bring one of her kids in to, to discuss a topic with them briefly. And she's got little ones too. And it's really cute. I was thinking maybe if we can talk our kids into doing that sometime other than just recording the little blurb, you know, mm-hmm. it's really cute. She had her six year old on once and she was discussing something with her and she was talking about how she didn't like doing chores. And <laughs> it was cute. <laughs> <laughs> it was really cute. Um, and then Who Hype, of course, like I mentioned before, that's a really good one I just discovered. Another one I learned recently, The Eventual Millionaire is awesome. Um, this woman brings on millionaires every episode. Um, she interviews a new millionaire and they talk, she asks them all these really good questions and they talk about all the different things that led them to where they are and, you know, and they talk about what they think is helpful like would be helpful for other people to know who want to eventually be millionaires that kind of thing and i'm not really striving to be a millionaire i like to be actually comfortable at some point (laughs) so i figure it could help me at some point (laughs) let's see and then oh i had that's that's the end of my uh uh this app and then on the other app i have um the linkedin lady show which I, she actually has a show every day now, and so I, I've actually fallen way behind. That was a little excessive to me. <laughs> An hour show every day. So I just kind of dip into it now and then, but she talks about social media and how to use social media with your, um, with your business. Mm-hmm. And so there's a lot of really interesting stuff about using social media if anybody has a home business or whatnot. Um, and the sociable homeschooler, of course, which I've mentioned before, I listened to her, Vivian. She talks about when she was homeschooling her kids because all four of her kids are grown and my number one favorite of all time right now is this little parent stayed home which i absolutely love and that's all about um, working from home and she's her her mission Allie's ali lupreet is the host of the show and she her mission is to bring a million parents home she's all about um people who are not happy working away from their kids helping them find a way to come home so it's very cool Awesome. She has all kinds of topics on the show on a regular basis. So I, I, every every week, I listen to that one religiously every week. And I've become friends with Allie over over the internet as well. I, I, I always reach out to these podcasters, <laughs> it seems. Well, not all of them, but a lot of them, like, when I feel like I've connected with them through their show just listening, I'll, like, email them and start talking to them. <laughs> like, this crazy listener that's constantly, I don't know, I've developed friendships with some of them. It's kind of cool. Awesome. Yeah, so there's, that's the rundown of what I listen to right now, which is huge. <laughs> yeah, you do listen but to a lot, don't you? I do, but like I said, I don't listen to them all religiously. There's only a couple that I like really make sure I stay on top of this little parent stayed home being the top of that list there but um the rest of them i just kind of pop in from time to time and then like the couple ones that i just um discovered recently those are the ones that i kind of tend to go and check out the most regularly now because they're more exciting to me because they're brand new and right so but that's what i listen to right now and i guarantee that list will grow and probably some of those things will drop off because as i find better better things to spend my time i actually have more in my app but i don't always check them out i haven't checked all of them out yet and i'm just like i I just need to delete them because obviously if they've been sitting there for so long and i haven't found the energy or the desire to listen to them it's probably not gonna happen right right (laughs) yeah i i went in one time because something was wrong with the space on my phone and Mm -hmm. i went in to see what apps were using up the most space and like um drop or downcast which is what i use for my podcast downcast was like half the space on my phone because i realized i hadn't listened to any podcasts but i kept downloading them oh right yeah (laughs) yeah see when i i use pocket casts and i actually i i can download them if i want to but i usually just stream them live well not live i stream them (laughs) Mm -hmm. so that way it doesn't take up any space Ah, oh. see, that's a good idea, but yeah. I don't always have, because I, I have a really low data plan because I have Wi-Fi 90% of the time. Oh, right. That wouldn't work for me. I have to download when I'm at home and then listen right. to it when I'm on the road. Right, yeah. Because I keep a super low data plan so that, you know, it doesn't cost as much. Because I hardly ever, I mean, even with the lowest data plan, I hardly even get close to using it up. Yeah, because you're on Wi-Fi most of the time. Yeah. Well, and everywhere you go around time, town has got Wi-Fi these days, too, so that's nice. Yes, it's excellent. <laughs> and now, a word from our sponsor. We here at Savvy Homeschool Moms are really excited to announce we have a new sponsor. Uh, you may have heard at the beginning of the show, um, Moving Beyond the Page. 
They're our newest sponsor, and we thank them so much for joining us. Um, I am very excited about it because this is the curriculum that I use with my daughter, and I really enjoy it. And as you heard from the review that I did earlier in an earlier episode, um, it's something that, that my daughter enjoys as well. So here's a word from our sponsor. This episode of the Savvy Homeschool Moms is brought to you by Moving Beyond the Page, the homeschool curriculum that I use for science, social studies, and language arts. I get to read great books, do creative projects, and learn critical thinking skills. Learn more at www.movingbeyondthepage.com and use the coupon code SAVVY for free shipping on your next order. And now we'd like to thank some of our listeners who have left us some fantastic reviews on iTunes. The first one we have here is Stacy Moore. Thank you, Stacy. She wrote, I'm a new homeschooler as of this coming fall, and this is the first podcast that I have found that is exactly what I've been looking for. The moms providing, are providing me motivation, inspiration, and confidence. Keep it up. Awesome. Thank, Thank you. you so, so, so much, Stacy. That's awesome. So exciting to read. Yes. And then we have one from E. Simon, who uh, it says, I homeschool my special needs son, and I also work full-time at home. It is very refreshing to be able to listen to podcasts to the podcast showing different opinions and styles and resources. And the title of that one was Secular Appeal, so apparently they like that too. So Yay. thank you, E, whoever you are. <laughs> thank you so much. And we got another great um, review from Elvis Peppy, the title of which is The Homeschooling Podcast I've Been Waiting For. It says, I have listened to a lot of homeschooling podcasts, and this one is really tops. First, the hosts are coming from a secular homeschooling perspective, which is a rare thing to find in homeschooling podcasts indeed. Not knocking religious homeschooling podcasts, I have listened to some that were very informative and I gleaned a lot of great information from. However, it's nice to be able to relate more with hosts who are not, who are also not homeschooling for religious reasons or using religious curriculum. Secondly, I really appreciate the high production quality. It's really annoying when you download a podcast that you are looking forward to hearing and the auto audio quality is so bad that it's almost unbearable to listen to. Thirdly, I find it not only informative but also entertaining. Sometimes the podcasts sometimes podcasts are so chock full of information that they are incredibly boring. This podcast has just enough humor, random chit chat, and even a few rabbit trails to keep things interesting without going overboard, of course. Well thank you. That is like the best <laughs> I love it. Well, of course, we appreciate all of our reviews, but that one just like made me grin from ear to ear. (laughs) Well, I just love that that the listener enjoys when we go off on a tangent because yes, we worry about that a lot. Yeah, we worry we're that our listeners are going to be like, "What are they talking about now?" (laughs) (laughs) So it's good to know that there are listeners out there who enjoy it when we go off on our little rabbit trails, as we like to call them. Yes. Yes. We, which we do all the time, actually. We do. <laughs> We're really good at that. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Yes, and then our last one that we got for today that we noticed today was um, from Zoe. I'm assuming that's how you say that name. Zoe S. Um, it says, Great fun podcast. I love learning what others are doing. This is a fun and educational podcast for homeschoolers. Thank you, Zoe. Thank you. We do try to be fun and educational. We try. <laughs> Not always successful, but, you know. <laughs> Whoever, who is? <laughs> so we have a couple of listener questions to answer. Yes. And um, let's see. Um, I'll read Lindy's. How's that? Okay. Lindy from our website asks, well, she had another question, but uh, we answered that one on the website. So the second right. part of her question was, what, what supplies should a person invest in to help homeschooling? Uh, I guess she means to make homeschooling easier besides just the basics. Are there ways to save either buying in bulk or when sales are going on? Right. Right. So uh, as we discussed earlier, um, a lot of places have really good sales going on right now. Mm -hmm. Um, When the school year starts, most of your um, office supply places, Target, Kmart, Walmart, all of those places have tons and tons of sales on school supplies. I mean, you can get boxes of crayons for 25 cents. And um, so that's one really good way to to, um, save. And and definitely buying in bulk is a good thing. Yes. Um, I, when I go in to buy the 25 cent box of crayons, I buy eight, you know, <laughs> I, you know, six, cause I, I, I know we're going to need them. You know, mm-hmm. it, it, it's like, it's not like something that, oh man, maybe we won't need it later on in the year or something like that. It, 
there's no question. We are always going to need crayons, markers, pencils, paper, notebooks, right. those kinds of things. And the other thing that I do every year, and I don't know about you, but since we're not public schoolers and we don't have to have that big backpack full of stuff on the first right. day of school, I wait until the clearance sales start. <laughs> oh, I know. You were talking about Target earlier, and I was going to say, yeah, they have fabulous clearance yes. sales. I've gotten stacks of notebooks for like 59 cents each. And the exactly. really nice ones, like the fancy designer ones. Mm-hmm. You know? <laughs> And scissors for a quarter, you know. Just because your homeschool starts on whatever day it starts, August 17th or whatever, it Mm -hmm. doesn't mean that you have to have everything in place right at that moment. So what you can do is wait until the the clearance sales start. And then you go and you swoop in and you scoop it all up. Right. And um, that's one of the really nice things about being a homeschooler because the public school kids I guess they have like a list and they have to bring all that in like the first day of school or some horrific thing like that. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, and then if you're not on the regular school schedule you know that's even better because you you know you don't have a specific time you know you may be starting maybe you don't even stop (laughs) you just keep going all year round or whatever so you don't have august or september that you're looking although i even if i did do it year round i still look forward to those back to school times and i I still kind of incorporate it into our routine just because it's fun to just kind of Mm -hmm. have a restarting of the year kind of a fresh start Oh yeah, buying new folders is like that. that my kids love that. Uh, in fact, yeah. they've already bought theirs. Uh, Danielle got Diary of a Wimpy Kid, and Jack got Lego. Oh, fun! Uh, they're just both all excited about. I had to hide them because they want them now, and I'm like, Yeah, oh, oh they're for school. Like, <laughs> like, when can we start again? <laughs> yeah. And then uh, the other place that we mentioned, Discount School Supply. Right. It's an awesome place for your paints, your paintbrushes, your different, I mean, they have 700 kinds of paper. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. Yes. They have all kinds. Of, I mean, and I've used so much of that stuff because I've done so much, not just with my kids, but when I've done programs. I did a Mommy and Me program at my home for a couple <laughs> of years, and, and I've done, you know, different activities. Um, I used to do Christmas crafts at my home to make some extra money. And so I've purchased a lot, a lot of those. So if anybody has any questions about any of the art supplies, if you want to drop me a line, you know, email us at moms at SavvyHomeschoolMoms.com. Or, and Becky's used a lot of this stuff, too, I know. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, you know, we can tell you, like, which is our favorite. Because there's tons of paint in there. Like, BioColor is absolutely fabulous stuff. Yes. But it's really pricey. Um, it, I used to always save that for special, like if I was making, like when I taught at preschool, we would use the cheap paints for the day-to-day stuff, and then we would go buy, buy or we would use the biocolor that we ha- had sitting in the room waiting for a special occasion for when we were making things that were going to be like Mother's Day gifts or Christmas gifts or something like mm-hmm. that, bring out the fancier stuff. But there are certain projects you can only do with biocolor too, so, and they have an app now. Did you know that? I did not. They have an app for biocolor. You can actually get a biocolor app where it has all the videos. Remember how they have that DVD video that's mm-hmm. on there that you can buy with all the activities? They actually yeah. have it on an app. I don't know if it's all of the activities from the DVD, but you can actually see like how it works. It's really cool. Huh. Yeah. That's so, awesome. Yeah. Um, Homeschool Buyers Co-op is another really awesome thing to check out, which <laughs> Becky and I were talking earlier Neither one of us has actually used it yet, but we've often looked at it. <laughs> oh, I know. I look and I drool and I think, oh, I want to get that. I want to get that. And then I don't. Yeah, I just, I, I'm not ready to commit to some of the things that I like on there yet, you know. Exactly. But, um, yeah, but the Homeschool Buyers Co-op is a is a website that combines um, homeschoolers to make group buys from from companies, a lot of curriculum companies and whatnot. They actually have more than that too, though. I've noticed they have like I was just looking at it earlier. They have um, like programs, like they have a um, Big Brains uh, discount, so you can get the Times Times Attack program for I think it's twenty percent cheaper. And That's as awesome. buying um, as a gr- when they buy as a group, you're, they're able to provide group discounts, which is really nice. So they're trying to they're saying you know the schools get to get group discounts, so we need to be able to get them too. And it and the membership there is free. Free, right? Um, to you know it's free to sign up, so you don't have to pay to be a member or anything like that. Mm-hmm. But then, of course, whatever you get involved in, whatever buys you get involved in, then that's what you pay for. But other than that... And I believe it looks like, from what I've checked out in the past, it looks like, maybe not for everything, some of them are just like a flat discount just for people who are members of the co-op. But um, many of the purchases, the more people that sign up, that commit to it, because you like sign up to agree, I'm not sure how they word it, I can't remember how they word it, but you like commit to whatever the purchase is, um, 
that the price goes down the more people that yes. sign up. So it, you'll see, like, it's currently at 20%, but then we just need such and such number more, and we'll be at 30%. And, you know, so it's kind of cool because the more people and spread the word around and let people know, hey, let's get it down lower. <laughs> right, right. So, And they, they have a lot of really neat stuff. It's like, you mm-hmm. know, a, a lot of the, the stuff I've seen come through has been really interesting. Yeah, a lot of big ticket items. A lot of a lot of like the discovery education they had. I don't know if they have it current right now because not all of the specials and purchases. A lot of them are time sensitive. Um, but I know at one point they used to offer a discount to discoveryeducation.com, which is a really expensive uh, program, <clears throat> or I don't know what you call it. It's an online. It's run by the Discovery um, Channel, right? Cable. And um, they have all kinds of really cool stuff on there. I actually get a membership free through my charter because we got it, the group buy through the school system. Um, and I actually <laughs> I haven't really checked it out as much as I need to. It's all my list of things to do <laughs> in the school year. But they, they had one point had offered individual memberships to discoveryeducation.com at a discount. And I think it was a really good discount, too, if I remember correctly, like 40% or something. But... I wasn't able to find it on their site when I went looking for it just now, so I'm, I'm wondering if maybe either I didn't look hard enough or it's it's not current. Maybe it'll come up in the next year again. Who knows? Mm-hmm. And then another thing that you can do is um, buying used. Right. Um, when you're buying curriculum or manipulatives or anything like that, you can buy used. Make use of your public library system. Um, we actually were able to check out Hooked on Phonics from the public library system. Oh, um, cool. Yeah, right? Like, you wouldn't expect that. It was the whole Hooked on Phonics kit. Wow. Just because I wanted to look at it and check it out. And mm-hmm. um, I was in shock that I was able to just order it from the library. And it, you know, and I was able to check it out just like a library book. Wow. Um, also, um, borrowing stuff from your friends. If you have other homeschooling friends, um, you can swap things around, borrow um, from different people and that kind of thing or if there's something manipulatives that you need for whatever reason um i'm trying to think of something like the um oh what are the 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 rods oh cuisinaire rods cuisinaire rods okay say you need cuisinaire rods and your friend needs them too you know um maybe you could i don't know it might be hard to share those, but, you know, that's an <laughs> idea. Or a microscope or a telescope right. or something like that that you need. Um, get together with some friends and buy it together. And then you can, like, take turns on who gets to keep it at their house and, and that yeah. kind of thing. Um, and that way you can save a little bit on, on the stuff that you need. Sure. Um, but definitely buying used, cannot stress enough how awesome that is. <laughs> oh, yeah. And there's whole websites for it. I'll have to dig around. I know I had seen some at one point where you can you can... There's like websites that are specifically dedicated to buying used homeschool curriculum. Yes, I've never really frequented them, so I don't know if I've even bookmarked bookmarked them. But um, I know I've seen them. Yeah, as have I. So maybe we'll hunt some of those down and try to get them into the show notes for today's show. Yeah. So okay. that anybody who needs to know can find them. Right. And then we had another, well, it wasn't really a question, but it was kind of a suggestion from a friend, a mutual friend. Or, you know Karen Wagner, too, I yeah, think, Yeah, right? of course. Yeah. I drive also. her van. Oh, oh, did you buy her van? I bought her van, yeah. <laughs> How funny. <laughs> Tiran and, and her youngest son, Levi, have become really close buddies because they were in all their classes together at Eleanor Roosevelt. And um, so he was at our birthday party last night. And... Um, I was talking to Karen at one point, and she was saying she listens regularly. I know she had posted at one point, uh, I think it was on the Facebook page, um, about how she listens. And Yay. and then she was saying that maybe we could talk some more about, um, like, what do we do to prepare for the ups- upcoming school year? Mm-hmm. So I said, well, Becky would probably be better at answering that than me because <laughs> I'm not organized yet. I'm still like, it's all in my head right now and I haven't gotten very far. <laughs> so I know that you have a whole system you've probably been doing regularly at this um, point, Are you, although you probably still tweak it, I imagine. I do. I tweak it on a very regular basis because, you know, things come up, things change, and you have to be able to adjust and adapt. Sure. Um, well, let me start out by uh, quoting Mary Poppins. Well done <laughs> is half done. And that is that right there is my uh, motto for getting ready for the new school year. Because I think that if you set up your area and your space and your paperwork uh, at the beginning then you have already set yourself up for success because it's, the stuff's already in place. You don't have to worry about it anymore. So the first thing I would recommend is get your space set up for success. 
which the way I do that is I have two cabinets and a um, a little drawer pull thing. It's not a dresser, but it's, it's shorter than that, but it's got little drawers in it. Mm-hmm. And um, I have one cabinet in my kitchen and one cabinet in my homeschool area, and then the drawers are in my homeschool area. The cabinet in the kitchen has all the stuff that we don't need right now. Curriculum that's for later on in the year. Manipulatives that are for later on in the year. Um, paint, like the big bottles of paint. Mm-hmm. Um, those kinds of things. The laminator. You know, mm-hmm. stuff like that. Oh, and I cannot stress enough how awesome it is to have your own laminator. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I agree on that. Um, so that's one cabinet. Then the other cabinet, the one that's closer to my homeschool area, is where I keep all of the curriculum that I'm going to need in the next few weeks. Mm-hmm. Along with all of my notebooks, my paper, my, you know, everything I'm going to need on a more regular right now basis. Mm-hmm. And then the drawers are where I keep those big boxes that I discussed earlier of colored pencils and crayons and markers and glue and scissors and all of that kind of thing. And then I also, I have in the the top drawer area, I have um, post-it notes. I have binder clips and paper clips Uh and um, I have good pens. That's because when I did my reporting for the charter, Uh all I had to do was open that drawer and everything I needed to put my paperwork together and to make all of my notations was right there. You rock. <laughs> so that's physical space. Now, yes. mental space, <laughs> I say, get a filing system in place right now. Yeah. And technically, there I consider there are three main areas of filing. Mm-hmm. The first one is your required paperwork binder. If you um, homeschool through, I can only speak to California state law, of course, because that's all I know. Mm-hmm. But um, if you homeschool uh, in California, there are certain pieces of paper that you have to have on file for your children all the time mm-hmm. for um, them to be able to come and look at. Not that they ever do that I'm aware of. but I think they have to have a warrant in order to be able to see it, too. But just in case you know it's it's probably a good idea just to have this done so you have a small binder with all of the state required paperwork in it and that binder you can stick anywhere as long as you can find it if you need to because Mm -hmm. it's not something you're going to be looking at on a day-to-day basis and then the next binder that I have um, is the school organization binder and that's where I keep um, what our lesson plans are what field trips we have going on where I keep um, when we were homeschooling through the charter, the school calendar and all of my required forms that I had to fill out, which next year I won't need, but um, or actually this year later I won't need, but yeah, uh, really. but that that binder is actually going to be changing here really soon. But um, it's just, and I use um, just a small one-inch white binder, and I have um, page protectors, and I just slide the papers that I need right into the page protector. Uh huh. And um, I use my little labeler to label each one of them so I know exactly what's in each one. And, and then I found this great thing, which I, got, I have to find a new one because the one I have now is, is not sticking as well. But it was a, a flat uh, sticker that goes on the front of your binder that you can pull Post-it notes out of. It holds about 20 Post-it notes. Uh-huh. And so you have Post-it notes right there with your binder all the time. It's fantastic. Oh. Um, so I gotta try to hunt those down again because I found them last year, like at some stationery store, and and I bought a package of them, and now I'm on my last one. I'm like, oh, I need to get some more <laughs> um, post notes. My best friend. Yeah. <laughs> and the last one, which is not necessarily as important, but it can be very helpful, is a home organization binder or a control journal, if you are if you follow Fly Lady. Right. <laughs> and I think that that realistically to get off to a great start with a new school year just getting your space set up and getting your filing system set up is going to put you down the road to success right because that you can spend more time worrying about whether you're using the right math curriculum as opposed to where that piece of paper was that you had a minute ago and now it's gone yeah (laughs) (laughs) already put it away in the appropriate binder in the appropriate place and you know exactly where to find it so then you just think about you know what you're going to do with your math curriculum yeah. Awesome. So what about you? Do you have any other suggestions? Uh, well, I've never gotten... I mean, I've always tried to be organized. <laughs> I've never <laughs> been able to follow through. I can't tell you how many systems I have tried and just either failed at them or just kind of forgot about them at one point. I'm not very good at staying on task, as I've said before. 
I am just horrible at following a routine. In fact, my kids have gotten to the point where they notice they know that I'm horrible at it too because Maven has made the comment before. Well, Mom, I don't even know why you're trying a new schedule because you're just not going to continue with it. And I'm like, oh, oh I know. <laughs> it's horrible. But I know there's people out there like me that can relate. I've talked to people like me out there. So I'm not the only one out there that's really bad at organizing. But my, my whole thing is I just keep trying. I'm not giving up. <laughs> <laughs> because when I am organized in the few times when I have been able to be organized like for example birthday parties <laughs> now I'm not totally organized because if I was I wouldn't be running around like a mad woman the way I do all the time but I do get my birthday parties pretty well organized so if I can just get our homeschooling organized better then I think I'll feel much happier so I just keep trying and this year I have I have I already have like this whole binder system set up at I just have never used it <laughs> because once the day-to-day -day starts, I just get distracted and I just have a really hard time. So this last year was all about getting myself and my kids used to basically kind of answering to somebody else, even though we didn't really, I mean, you know, because I told her what I wanted to do and when I want to do it. And right. it wasn't like she was telling me you need to do this and that. It was just me remembering I need to have something to show her. And it's right. embarrassing to show up at your meeting without anything to show. <laughs> so I made sure that didn't happen. So that kept me on task to keep the kids moving. And I just needed that little bit of accountability. So, And actually, I think this podcast is going to help me in this coming school year, too, because I, it's it's nice to know that I will have something to talk about. And if I don't have something to talk about, right. it's going to be harder. So I'm definitely going to be um, starting next week now that we've made it past the birthday party i yes. am going to start organizing and i'll have more to say about it <laughs> excellent so yeah i have all kinds of ideas i just haven't gotten it all pulled together yet to see what will actually work for us so i have to sit down and clear out my schedule and you know make sure we're not having to be anywhere at any time and just think about it and google and pull up all the files i have tons of files mm -hmm. i like i've been members of i have been a member of like you know, all these freebie places forever, you know, like the homeschool, what is it called? The homeschoolfreebies.com, yeah. I think it's called. Have you done that one? I think so, yeah. Where they give you free stuff every week and, and then the and then Kirkclick where you get lots of free stuff. So I've been Love sticking Kirk. the files. I know, Kirkclick is awesome. Um, I've been sticking the files into my folders, into my homeschool folders, which are actually really organized on my computer. Mm -hmm. <laughs> but just never go back to it again. So... <laughs> So now it's the time for me to go in there and dig them all up and figure out which ones I can actually use and which ones really should be pitched because I'm never going to use them. Right. <laughs> that, you know, I like I've said a couple of times, I don't know if I've actually said it on the show, um, earlier this year I lost all of my bookmarks. Oh, right. Uh, my whole, everything went kapush. And I have to say, it was very freeing to lose yeah, all of that. those. <laughs> I could see that. Yeah. At the same time, I'm kind of like, didn't I have a bookmark? Oh, yeah, that's right. No more bookmarks. And then I have to Google everything new. But, you know, it, it's kind of nice to not have that that uh, need to organize my bookmarks hanging over my head. And now I can start fresh and organize them yeah. better than I did last time. <laughs> yeah. No, absolutely. Yeah. I, um, I actually have been pretty good about tagging all my virtual stuff. I don't know why I can't be as organized with my actual... <laughs> in real life stuff real life stuff yeah <laughs> but when i am it feels so good there's been you know rare occasions i actually you know like i said birthdays i have a notebook that i just throw all the notes in there anything i'm thinking about in there and and work off of that and make lists for the day of and and work my way through it and i got almost everything done for this last party as far as i remember i think i got just about there's a few things i had to decide to toss aside because it was like there's just no time we can't do that that's not mm -hmm. gonna work <laughs> but that's the way it is with everything so. yeah i was gonna say that happens with everything yeah so that happens but, yeah. with our podcast we're, we're halfway through it and go oh we're out of time we better just move that to the next week <laughs> <laughs> exactly yeah so hopefully that helps um karen a little bit with uh coming up with a little bit of ideas for that and actually I think that'll probably help me a lot I'm going to be checking out your links that you're posting here yes I will <laughs> make sure that those get up into the show notes and if anyone else has any more um, places that they go for tips and tools for organization please feel free to share those with us either on our Facebook our Twitter our 
voicemail or email or send us a smoke signal. We don't care. <laughs> and we're on Pinterest now, too. Oh, yes, We've we're never on mentioned Pinterest that. Now. I keep forgetting to mention that. I haven't really taken the time to do any. Have you added any pins on there? I haven't I gone back to it. I not. I added a few initially, but then I didn't go back to it, so I need to get back to it again. But we're on Pinterest, which our uh, username there is Savvy Homeschool. So you can find us on Pinterest now, and, and we're hoping to fill up some boards with some interesting pins in the future. Yes. <laughs> so we'll see where that takes us. Now is the time in our podcast, and we'd like to put a little warning out to the parents. We're going to be discussing how to handle national tragedies with children. So you may either want to listen to this podcast uh, through your headphones or when children aren't around. And um, hopefully um, we'll be able to share some information with you that will be useful to you. And, um, yeah, so we'll we're going to... We'll see gonna, where it goes. We'll see how it goes. This is the first time we've tackled uh, a major um, topic like this. So, right. Yes. Yeah, so if you're um, not wanting children to hear um, about some of the recent events that I'm sure that people are going to immediately know what we're talking about once we get started here, you might want to, uh, like Becky said, put some headphones on or turn off the podcast until they're not around. <laughs> but be sure you come back and listen yes, later on. Of course. So, um, yeah, I woke up yesterday... Um, and looked on my Facebook page and saw the whole thing about what happened in Colorado. Mm-hmm. Actually, George Takei was the one who posted. Was that, that yesterday was or was that Thursday morning? I mean, Friday morning. Was it Friday? I thought it was I yesterday. Th- no, I think it was Friday morning that that okay. happened because it was Friday. the midnight showing on Thursday night. Oh, okay, so that was Friday. Okay, I got my mm-hmm. dates mixed up. Yeah, and my immediate, well, other than being sick to my stomach and what the heck is wrong with this country, um, you know, it's like, uh, this isn't something that I want to share with my kids. I don't, I don't personally feel like they need to know about all the horrors in the world. And I made sure that when I was reading it, that they weren't around. And when they came in the room, I tur- I closed the window, mm-hmm. but I wouldn't do that for everything. How do you handle these kind of things, Becky, with your kids? Well, um, because we don't have cable and um, that sort of thing, they really are insulated against the news of the day. They don't really know what goes on with the news of the day. So this particular instance in Colorado is probably not something I would even discuss with them. No. Um, But we, you and I discussed earlier about 9-11. Right. And that one is a much harder thing to keep hidden from children because of the thing, you know, the big deal that they make about it every year. Um, and it's yeah. just, it had such an impact on our entire country for so long, too. Exactly, exactly. And so, you know, I just try to approach it with a, you know, this is what happened, factually. Right. Um, the people that did this are, are, they are bad people, but they're not your average ordinary people that you're going to run into. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not something you have to be afraid of. Um, and And I just try to do the best I can to try to not, you know, not scare them. Right. That's the hardest part, I think. And I have, um, both of my kids are pretty sensitive. And my daughter especially is very sensitive. And, and I was the same way growing up. I remember hearing about an incident in a McDonald's when I, in, and I went and Googled it actually to find out more information. Cause I'd only remember it briefly, but I think I found the incident. Cause when I Googled McDonald's massacre, it came up, boom, just like that. So, um, mm-hmm. I remember hearing about that and I was like 13, I think at the time. And it made me scared to go to McDonald's. It made me terrified, like, to go out in public for a little while there until, you know, the time goes on and you forget about it. But um, I don't want that for my kids. I don't want my kids to be... Well, not, we, never, we don't go to movies anyway, but <laughs> <laughs> with my kids, we don't usually go to the movie theater. But still, I don't want them to feel like walking around in public is scary. So that's... The, it's hard, though, because, I mean, I could see how you could even... Children may even, like, if, if my kids had been old enough when 9-11 happened, and my kids were not, my son wasn't born yet, my daughter was a, an infant. Mm-hmm. Um, but if my daughter was the age she is now, and it happened, I probably would include her in it. I, I feel like I probably would, I'd probably be careful about what I let her watch on the news, because I know they had some pretty scary images of hurt yes. people. You know, and they don't need to know about bodies and whatnot. So, um but I, I I have talked to her about it since then, and I have had conversations. Tyrion just turned seven, and I don't feel like this stuff is necessarily appropriate for him. But if he asked me, I would probably answer factually. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know how he would 
even come across anything about 9/11 for the most part because we don't like we don't watch news or TV or you know <laughs> right. they're not aware of most of the stuff that's going on in the world for the most part. But um, but Maven, I did talk to her about it at one point, and I don't even remember why. I think it had come up somewhere somebody had mentioned, or maybe it was a picture posted on Facebook with the Twin Towers or something. I'm not sure what it was, but it felt right to explain it to her, and she was she was surprised that that kind of thing could happen, but she didn't seem it didn't seem to you know damage her. So I I think she can handle some things, but like this thing that just happened this week, yeah, I don't know that she would be able to. To handle this one, this one is, um, I don't know. I'm still it's, reeling from it. <laughs> yeah, it's a lot closer to home. It, you know, it, it does feel more, yeah, it does. Because it's just, theaters, it's I a mean. place that's everywhere, yeah, versus New York City. You know, yeah, it, exactly. that's true. Yeah, I hadn't thought about it that way. That's true. But, you know, when it went, like, when the whole 9-11 thing came out, there was all this stuff on PBS about how to talk to your kids and stuff like that. And mm-hmm. I thought that was pretty good that they had all this information about. Didn't you know, Sesame Street have an episode? They did. They did. Yes, I, know, I don't think I saw it. But. It's like when Mr. Hooper died and they had right. the whole episode about that, which was, um, I did see it actually. And I, I remember it was quite good. It was quite well done. Oh, Sesame I, Street does Sesame everything Sesame Street. Good. They're yeah. fantastic. Yeah. Um, I was going to oh. say that when 9-11 did happen, of course, Danielle wasn't even around yet. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, um, and, and Michael was actually at his dad's, so I'm not quite sure how he had his stuff handled. But um, I was staying with... And I wasn't staying with a friend. I was at a friend's house or something like that. And she had three fairly small children. And I remember that she had the footage on the the news. Mm -hmm. She had it on, like, every screen in her house. Oh, boy. And you know how they kept showing the same footage over and over again. And at one point, I remember her daughter asking, how many times did this happen? Because, oh, like, no. her daughter couldn't put together that they were showing the same footage over and right. over and over again. Right. And so that's one thing, too, that we have to think of when we introduce these sorts of things to our children and explain it to them. We have to break it down on a level that even we think is probably too simplistic, only because they don't have the same thought processes that we do. Right. You know? And I just remember being, I, I remember being shocked and going, oh my gosh, it never even occurred to me that she was yeah. thinking this was happening over and over and over again, as opposed to just the same clip over and over again. Yeah. Yeah, it's really hard. Um, the first tragedy I really remember was the Space Shuttle Challenger. Oh, I remember that too, yeah. Um, my mom had actually let me stay home from school to watch it. And I was <laughs> so excited about the teacher being on oh, there. Oh, wow. Oh, Sir Krista. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Krista. I was McCullough so excited. or something? Was that her name? I don't remember exactly yeah. what the last name was, but I just remember being so excited about her being on there, and I was so excited about this Challenger launch and everything. Wow. And and then it happened, and it was like, I, I'm, I remember looking at my mom and going, wait a minute. It just happened. Yeah. I'm pretty sure that's not how it was supposed to work. And I was in high school at the time. Yeah. Yeah, I remember I was in study hall, and the speaker, the the principal came over the loudspeaker and told us, and I was like, what? Yeah, it, it just, I mean, even as a high schooler, I had a very difficult time processing what mm-hmm. was happening, you know, and so, again, that's that whole, you know, even, it, they're going to ask questions that you would never expect, and all of those kinds of things, and I think the best thing that you can do is provide them with as much truthful information as you can. Yeah, without scaring them. Right, without Which is scaring. hard. It is. It <laughs> it's is. really hard. Yeah, because I, I really struggle with, I don't want to, I'm not trying to keep them in a bubble to where they don't know anything that's going on in the world, because I don't believe that's helpful either. No. But I don't think that they, I think at their age, they don't need to know all the horrors of the world. In fact, I even hesitate, we haven't talked about the Holocaust yet. We haven't gotten to that point in our history lessons yet. Mm-hmm. Tyrion, obviously, I think he's way too young for it. But Maven even, I don't know, she may be old enough now, but... I just know me personally, because my daughter is so much like me, I really took all that stuff as I learned it as a kid hard. I remember feeling like scared about everything that I learned about and, you know, not scared to the point where I wouldn't leave the house or anything, but I remember those feelings Mm -hmm. of, God, how can people be like this, you know, and doesn't make you feel like you're living in a safe world if this kind of horrible thing can happen. Mm -hmm. So uh, my theory is that I'm going to try and keep it from them as long as I can until it really is something that they need to know. 
um, like I said, this the nine eleven thing did come up at one point, and I did I didn't keep it from her. I did talk to her about it at some point. I don't even remember the context, but but yeah, stuff like this, yeah, the, this random random massacres. I just uh, I don't think that kids need to know this kind of thing. But of course, I think that's up to each parent to decide. Of course, of course, um, and everybody's kids different. Some kids really want to know what what the heck's going on, and if people are discussing things around them, they're going to be inquisitive. My kids, a lot of times things will come up with my husband and I will be talking about something and my my daughter will ask for more information. I'll be like, you know, this is, a, this is an adult conversation. It's really not a topic that you need to know about. Mm-hmm. Um, and I hate saying that because I hate, like, I know how it would feel if I was her. I know that w- that doesn't feel good, but there are honestly things that I know that she should not know about. Like, she doesn't yes. need to know about certain topics right now in her life. She's only 11. <laughs> you exactly. know? So there are things that are just not appropriate to talk about. Not, not you know, anyway. So, yeah, really hard. I think we're all reeling right now from this. And obviously, Coloradans are, is that how you say it? Coloradans? Col- yes, I believe so. Um are probably reeling the hardest, but, um, yeah, I, it's not an incident that I plan on sharing with my kids and I hope it doesn't come up to in conversation anywhere where they learn about it. But if it did, I would, I would talk to them honestly about it. And I've talked to them before about, um, there's, there's people whose brains don't work properly. Mm -hmm. (laughs) We've talked about mentally ill people and I explain it to them that there's people who honestly don't know that they're doing bad things because their brain just doesn't work the way it's supposed to. Like how some people's legs don't work and they can't walk. Some people's brains just don't process information properly and they see things that are not there and they think things that are not true and makes them do bad things. And it's really sad. Um, but you know, that's the reality is there's people that have, things like this that ha- that make them do things that are really bad mm-hmm. so i don't know it's hard <laughs> it is it's really it, it hard really is it's it's very difficult to to know how to approach these things with your children because you want to you want to allay their fears and you mm-hmm. want to give them the correct information but at the same time it's it's difficult because i mean i know it's probably the same thing with you i have a really hard time wrapping my brain around this stuff yeah you know, much less trying to explain it in such a way that my kids can understand what's going on. Right. I always feel there's time enough when they get older to learn about all the horrors of the world. They let them enjoy mm-hmm. their childhood now while they can. Mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't believe in, in, in telling my, you know, being completely open and honest about every single thing out there with my kids. Because I think that they need to be sheltered when they're kids. They don't need it, to know all the ugliness out there right exactly. now. Exactly. I agree They completely. need to feel safe. So, yeah. Exactly. Anyway, on that note, <sighs> hmm. <laughs> it's a rough way to wrap up a show, but it we've is. come to the end of our time here. I think so. So if you like our show, please leave us a review on iTunes and tell your friends all about us. Because as you can see, we'll read it on the air. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and you can follow us on Twitter at Savvy Homeschool and on Facebook at Facebook.com forward slash Savvy Homeschool Moms. And to leave us a voicemail message with your questions or comments, call 559-426-6670. For links to resources shared in this episode and to view notes on all of our shows, please visit us on the web at SavvyHomeschoolMoms.com. You can also find Becky on the web at BeckyTatro.com and I can be found at HomeschoolRealm.com and the links for those are also on the Savvy Homeschool Moms website on our About pages. Well, goodbye, everybody. Have a fun week and come back and take a break again with us next weekend. Bye-bye. Bye. I'm Tina. And I'm... I'm... I'm, 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 I'm,